0: Oh, <laughs> my The following content is not intended as a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Hello, and welcome everyone to Always Another Way Podcast. My name is Marina Sprocky Spriggs and I'm the host. I have a master's in professional counseling. I am the Ippie award-winning author of Stop Looking for a Husband, Find the Love of Your Life. I'm the author of Nasty Divorce, A Kid's Eye of You. I write positive divorce advice for the Huff Post, And I'm trained in clinical hypnosis. And this podcast speaks to outside-of-the-box thinkers, and open-minded individuals. It's for those who hear the call of hope and always another way. And if you are very rigid and set in your beliefs, then this probably isn't your cup of tea. However, you should note, taste can and do change. And today, we are going to talk to one of the more interesting people that I know that I've had the pleasure of meeting and we're going to talk about her authenticity philosophy and as I was thinking about that authenticness and um, I never want to assume that I know what anyone is thinking because I've made that mistake before or assume that people think the way I think but I'm guessing that there are a bunch of you out there listening that are seekers That are searching for your authentic self and maybe you've been on that path for some time now or maybe you're just looking for another way and only you know or maybe you want to know but you don't know how you know and so you just keep listening and that's what I'm hoping to bring to this podcast Is options just another way to do things there are so many people doing different things living life in different ways that are authentic that work and who knows maybe some of these things might work for you so that brings me back to connections and tomorrow at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time I'm going to talk to Johan Hari about his New York Times bestselling book, Lost Connections, and it's the real cause of depression, and it's absolutely fascinating. So connecting back, I actually connected with Jennifer at an event that I went to in Denver with, if you remember, the very first podcast I did with Dr. Amy and Dr. Tyler of Self Unbound. So there's a connection there. And we're going to actually talk about that experience. It was called The Gate that we attended on March 22nd. So, to keep things back to connecting, um, Jennifer and I, we connected because we were, you know, we were the same age on this trip. So that, and then she just had this energy that you could see from her that was just so warm, so bright, and so inviting. It just, you know, people were drawn to her. She just has this magnetic smile. And so, you know, we started talking and then we connected with things. And then she just keeps telling me about the stuff that she knows, that she does, that she's interested in. And it's some things I hadn't heard of before, or I just was like, why didn't know that? But super exciting. So I want to introduce you to my next guest which is Jennifer Kaufman and Jennifer is the artist and authenticity consultant behind the eco-conscious brand Stone Angel Studios. Wearing many hats Jennifer is practicing eco-friendly jewelry designer, wardrobe consultant, healthy home interior design consultant, and intuitive astrologer. And all of these services are derived from combining artistic skills, with life experience acquired while seeking better health after a serious decline following the birth of her children. Jennifer researched, experimented, and studied until she made her way back into her natural physical, mental, and emotional harmony. And her personal success has inspired Jennifer to create the authenticity philosophy to guide others to become aware, educated, and take actions that create harmony in their own unique resonant pattern. And so, welcome, Jennifer. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. So she can just talk about a whole bunch of things. But to sort of condense it maybe in a linear form for the show, um, let's talk about from the place where you find yourself, you know, you're trucking along life and then you're in this health condition. And tell us about that and where you go from there.
1: Well, I do find that life kind of smacks you in the face when you need it. And if you're not listening, it's going to smack you down harder. So, um, I, you know, I kind of knew who I was growing up and then I figured out, you kind of get talked out of who you are by a lot of things, the media, your husband, your parents, the school you went to, the place you get, uh, groceries, you know, someone's telling you to buy an orange, but you want to buy an apple and you kind of get to the point where you say, who am I, what am I doing and what's happening? And for me, I had sort of an involuntary illness. I I had trouble having my children. I had to have C-sections, which caused all sorts of problems with my body. And I was in a place where I wasn't sure what I was doing. I wanted to be an artist. I wasn't sure if I wanted to stay home with kids. I was in a job that I wasn't super happy with. And I finally just said, enough. I'm going to figure out what I want to be. And I decided I want to be a jewelry designer so (laughs) I studied I worked out of my garage I went to the craft Guild of Dallas and um, I stayed at home and was a jewelry designer for a long time and then I thought that's not working either it's not enough I need more but I want to be a mother I want to be a wife I want to be the cook and the chauffeur and the artist and um, all of a sudden people were saying you can't do all that it's not possible and then I thought, okay, I guess I can't, and I let him talk me out of it, and I kept getting sicker and sicker, and then I couldn't eat anything, and all of a sudden, I broke, and there's only one way up from there. It's either you die or you get better, and so I wanted to get better, and I kept, I studied diet and exercise, and I kept thinking, there's 10,000 diets out there, but they don't all work. None of them work for me, so I thought, well, What if I listened to my body? What if my body told me what I was going to eat? And what if my body told me when I could exercise and when I couldn't? And if I felt like making a painting or a piece of jewelry, I would just go ahead and do it instead of, oh, you don't have time for that or it doesn't fit in or that's not a breakfast food or, you know. (laughs) And and you start listening to yourself and you go, okay, well, some of these philosophies have been around for a long time. And it's the old simple stuff that gets back to nature that you say, hmm, you mean I can just eat foods that are natural and I might feel better? Oh, okay, let's try that. And so the more I would try and then you figure out that there's just some natural qualities that go with life and and that those are existent in everything and no two things are the same. So then you go, wait, people are like that too. And all of a sudden you're figuring out that everyone has their own energy and they have their own input and they have their own thought processes and by the time you realize that everyone's an individual and needs a little bit treatment and you're only inside your head and see it in your way then you start to figure out okay well I understand what you're made of and I understand what I'm made of and I can pretty much see where we can meet and the world becomes a completely different place and you know that is that's so cool how that just
0: and it seems to be a lot of people have that path where And you you talked about initially where we're kind of talked out of ourselves from birth, you know, from, you know, boys can't wear this, girls can't, you know, uh, millions of things. Unfortunately, yes. To find that path. And then what you seem to be saying and what, what it seems that a lot of people are saying is, you know the you way do. within you you just have to pay
1: attention <laughs> and so
0: once you went from this kind of autopilot life to this paying attention and now you're really paying attention you're noticing changes so
1: what's possible from there Oh, so there's a couple levels you know everyone has to have their human needs you've got to have rest shelter intimacy and food If you don't have those things, you can't do anything else. I don't care what you're doing. So you move up from that level and you go and you say, okay, well, I have a body and this body isn't like your body. So I need maybe more protein than you do or I need more uh, water intake or I have a need for sun today. And so you kind of take care of the needs of the body and then you can start paying attention to those little details that make the biggest difference because the subtle affects the gross and you start paying attention to how... Uh, you're happier in the spring and um you love the winter and you're not so excited about the summer coming and you go okay well i live in dallas so hmm maybe i shouldn't live here in the summer and you start making a difference in your world by going somewhere else for the summer well what if that's the time that you used to freak out and melt down and not enjoy yourself and you just figured out how to change three months of your life Right. Or more in Dallas. But, <laughs> you know, you, you make these subtle changes that applied specifically to you with your awareness and then learning about what's what works for you. And then here's the kicker. You have to actually do it. I, I can tell you, I can figure things out. I can look at your body. I can look at your astrological chart. But um, and I can tell you what might be most beneficial for you. But the, the biggest step for people to take is taking action. Yeah, and that's sometimes the the it's tickler. <laughs>
0: Between, you know, the thought and that and, you know, truthfully the only way to see a difference or to know about another way is to try,
1: is to try it. And and Yoda says, you know, there is no try, just do. But there is a try. You know, if you don't just dip your foot in the water. And that is doing, it may not be swimming. So take the step if you can. Yeah. And I mean I can tell you what those steps are. It's it's been through trial and error and education and mishap and wait a second. Some huge insights on how other people I love observing people and I I love the fact that at this point in my life I don't see people as anything other than individuals. There's no attachment to what I used to feel or what my ego would say, oh, you know, they don't like me or, you know, something and also I have a little interesting part where I'm a highly sensitive person or however you want to put it and I didn't really ever know what was mine and what was someone else's and and I would feel something and I'd be like well where did that come from and once you learn you know I can feel anger from someone else but they're not (laughs) necessarily angry at me and then I have to look at them and go oh I can see I can see that that's wearing on them and you know the more you pay attention to the nuances of other people and you know where you stand on it you go oh wait you know and you can change an entire situation by helping someone else through their situation without you know making it worse or right
0: and let's kind of talk about that a little bit more and so i think the word you're hitting on is just you're very empathetic so an
1: empath yes i i'm i'm gonna be out of the closet here i'm i'm an empath and i'm a Yes. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> guiltyest charge, guiltyest charge well and i didn 't know what it was either, so you know, as a child, I mean, my parents did not know what to do with me, and I would say things and they 'd be like, mm, what <laughs> so just for if anybody 's listening and doesn 't know
0: what an empath is, people that are empaths are more sensitive to the feelings of others around them, so much so that you know, just like you said, I can feel anger and that anger might not be directed toward you." And then you kind of delved into what the stickiness is that a lot of people deal with in life is is taking things personally. So when yeah. you feel stuff like that and it's, um, you know, and if you've been there in life, it's a hard place to be because the world is against you and not for you. and or you and feel like it is. You feel like it is because truthfully, you know, it's, people really aren't paying attention
1: <laughs> at all. <And> that's why <laughs> to we're you. here. To you. To
0: themselves, yes. <laughs> and maybe not. But um, so let's let's go with that. So. Within that, the pain attention, and you've got something called the North
1: Star Pattern. I do. Let's, let's tell us about that. Well, so being an empath, I, I can be with someone and feel what's going on. I, I have a synesthesia that I can see-feel, so that's the best way I've ever been in. No, I've never been tested. I can't prove it, <laughs> but I have it. So it's one of those where I can feel color, and I can touch something, and I get an impression from it. Um so I would I was always very curious. I I see one color around people when I hug them right. and I I could never find a, a something that correlated with it. And then I discovered color. And color is like, you know, wavelength and frequency and it has such a specific input on things that I I dived into that because it helped explain sensitivity. And then knowing that other people are sensitive too, and then you can kind of feel the difference to them. And then becoming sensitive allows you to respond in a different way, and you respond instead of react. Right, and that makes all, all the difference in the, the world. In the world is- <laughs> because you're still in control, and your ego's not in control, but you're just, you're still part of it, but it's not happening to you, it's happening with you.
0: Yes, and just being that observer in that space. Um, and so with that, because I, I like that too of the feeling and, and where we were on March 22nd, there was, you know, and if you're just listening, to this like you can't feel, energy. <laughs> you can think back on your own life and I, well, let me know, but I would bet you that at some point in your life, you can feel palpable energy of somebody coming into the room that is angry You can feel excitement before it happens and then maybe sometimes you just get the creeps from somebody like bad vibes (laughs) (laughs) And, and, and that's real. It came from somewhere and you know, maybe you're right. So you know, that's the thing with another way. Just because I don't see what she sees doesn't mean that what she sees isn't true. Because I've also witnessed around her what I can see and feel with her. And then let's dive more into this color and kind of um, what, with all this, the information that you have and this, you know, extrasensory, you know, the perception that you have, how can you kind of help people maybe be more in touch with them and then have their lives be, you know, cohesive
1: together? Well, this is the fun part. So it took a while to make sure that this became cohesive, but I realized that everything's a whole and you're always in the center of it so you can apply energy anywhere you want to and the more whole you are in the center the more the rest of your life is whole so one of my things is I say surroundings matter because whatever goes on in or around you is what gives you the most effect in your life so um Everything is energy. Everything, everything, matter, whatever you want to call it, has an energy, and every energy is unique. So, if you think that, um, so if everybody's different, there are some constants that you can hold on to. You know, red is red, green is green. Yes. Um, you can define temperature. So, there's qualities that remain themselves and then put together in different ways to make that frequency of who you are. So, discovering who you are keeps you really solidly in the center of everything that goes on. And then I like to describe it as wearing glasses that are just yours. So you only, you have the prescription for those glasses. So there's qualities that you're born with, that you're raised with, that you're surrounded by that affect, you know, your prescription, but only you are looking out of those glasses. So uh, figuring out what your prescription is allows you to see the world in your way Um, and I'm a firm believer that everyone has a purpose and a point in this life and the more you're doing that purpose and the point the more fluid your life is there's flow less blockages no illness and this is taking a big step here but humanity can use every single bit of what your gift is to bring into the world and people say oh yeah I've heard that before and uh, but you have to get out of the morass of everyday life to go wait Maybe I'm not here just to go to the grocery store and make dinner Maybe I'm here to make sure that the nutrition is in this dinner that the people that I'm feeding it to can be their best I give my best for the meal and then it it's like a ripple effect, you know? Absolutely.
0: And just, I mean, proven too. you've seen the experiment that goes around where you've got two different seedlings. You talk really nice to one and (laughs) sing nice and you're really nasty to the other. And for reals, try it at home. It works. And if you can see that work live and back to what you said about your environment matters, you work in a toxic environment. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) It's an
1: energy. Everything's an energy. You go to
0: the beach or the most, you know, people just have some chill places where the vibe is nice, the colors are good. And maybe you don't even know this
1: because you're not aware of
0: it. But Jennifer does.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, that's the part of being an empath is that I get information. You call me an outlier. I get it way before most people get it. So I start getting the jitters before it's even here. But I'm your early warning system basically, but uh, there's a benefit to that if I can get the word out to help the early warning system. So it's like if I can help people become what their prescription is earlier in life, then imagine the suffering that's alleviated. (laughs) You don't make wrong choices, you just spend too much money, you don't, uh, I mean you can live in the right place, wear the right clothes, find the right house, get the right husband, Work the right job, offer what you have to the world, and be happy. Hmm.
0: And isn't that <laughs> – that's another way for sure because so many people don't have the survey on me,
1: are <laughs> unhappy
0: with their jobs, with their lives. Fifty percent of people end up in divorce so with their spouses, their families. And I've been victim to the watch-what-you-wish-for-you-just-might-get-it syndrome. And well, that's the and, trick. And it
1: helps define what you wish for. Yeah, yes. That's you're, the
0: fun part. We're tricked. And I was talking with somebody else today about this, about uh, thinking that you want something because maybe you're told. And that's where that lie comes in. Well, you should be a lawyer. You should be this. You should be this. And you have to make this much money and work this job and follow this line, read the rules, don't go out. And so, okay, we should do that. And then you're like, wait, no, uh-uh. And then
1: – well, don't forget human nature is sometimes you got to be clobbered over the head by it. Sometimes you got to become the lawyer and hate it and make a choice. Yeah, and if you are out you there – You can skip that part if you want to. You really can. Skip the line, you know.
0: So, Jennifer, what can you do? somebody wants to skip the line, they're like, it would be fun to like train wreck for 20 years, <laughs> but, you, but you could not. Or even maybe you've train wrecked for 20 years and you went off the train. So, Jennifer, what can you do? Somebody comes to you and is like, I just, you know, I don't think I'm living authentically. I'm kind of caught in some bad things. But then also, I mean, for real life, it's not like you can just switch families or houses or jobs.
1: You know, it takes a minute. Right.
0: What could you do for somebody?
1: Well, the first step I would take is I, I have a system that I've created for the authenticity philosophy is the North Star pattern. Everybody has a pattern and a flow. So when you know you're always in the center of this flow. Once you know who you are, then you're allowed to operate in this flow and you know where to remove blockages. And, But it's a pattern. So it's a beginning to an end. And so you can always create these beginnings to the ends. You can enter it at any point in time. But it's kind of teaching you how you get those big ideas and aspirations. And then once you have those, you take them and you Give yourself enough energy and fuel, if you will, to take those big ideas out into the world. And then you kind of look at what are my resources? What do I have that no one else has that I can pull to me easily, that I can, now that I have the idea and I have the fuel to do it, now I can get these resources and then the bottom line is take it out into the world. Um, Take these big ideas, fully fueled, fully resourced and Be who you are in the world. So learning that pattern. So you're always in the center of this. And um, myself as an example, I'm an artist to the core. Beauty is so important to me. And you can't, I cannot look at anything without wanting to make it pretty. Um, And I can make anything pretty because I know my way to make it look pretty. Um, And I can do that for you. I can also tell you how you might want it pretty based on your North Star pattern. So moving through that, I mean... I get my big ideas out of balance and beauty and then I have to go real deep inside and quietly pull it together and refuel then I go out and I I come up with a bunch of ideas I'm inventive and then I take it into the world to nurture people that's what I'm here for empowering people with the knowledge of who they are to make more people that are really solid in who they are which makes the world a better place I love that. I love that. And we are going to wrap up on
0: that soon. But uh, after this next question, what is something that you do
1: just another way that maybe somebody else doesn't do? Okay, so beauty is real important to me. And I could never find a beauty regime that was kind of natural that made me happy. And I hate having to spend time going to salons and stuff. So um, I I shave my face. That's how I exfoliate. Nice and She's got this just beautiful... I'm not a
0: man, but I shave my face. Soft, poreless-looking skin. (laughs) And so, Jennifer, where
1: can people find you if they want to contact you? Uh, uh, My website, StoneAngelStudios.com. I'm on Instagram at at StoneAngelStudios. And should I say my phone number? Uh,
0: No. No. (laughs) Just contact her on one of those places, and you could get her phone number from there. Sounds good. Okay. Well, thank you so very much. And you know... There is always another way to do things. Thank you.